0: Punters post mortem this morning. Our uh, first gentleman, I'll say good morning to as always, is Ron doversy Ron, how was your weekend, mate?
1: Yeah, it was a good weekend, Dave. It was um, obviously when you get racing like we had on Saturday, it's always uh, exciting, and we always look forward to the better class of horses, and that's exactly what we did see on Saturday with the, the, those couple of big guns delivering, and uh, obviously. Uh, uh, think it over uh, back in winning form and uh, obviously the filly uh, stood up there Jamea after being held up first up she come with a blistering finish there to uh, to win so um, plenty to talk about
0: exactly uh, Dean Lester's now Melbourne studio morning dinner your weekend was good mate yeah it was thanks Dave uh, yeah it was good racing at the valley uh,
2: I think uh very even contests. I don't know if the fee and stakes uh, answered the Cox plate puzzle, but maybe the uh, the handicap runners, like uh, for the uh, Caulfield Cup and Melbourne Cup, like the Chosen One and uh, Horse Like Realm of Flowers, might have uh, done enough to
0: suggest that they're on target towards the big feature cups. And Glenn Munsey. Uh, Munsey, you join us on the Punners panel every Friday. You've been mentioning horses like Riadini, etc.
3: Uh, gee, that was cruel for you on uh, on Saturday, mate. Good morning. Morning, Dave. Morning, Ronnie. Morning, Dino. That's what they call it, gambling, Dave. And if you didn't think that was too bad, I'll just uh, comment to Dino. The only thing that was worse, Dino, after having something on Riadini on Saturday, was having something on Jucon in the last at Mooney Valley at $61. <laughs> yeah, it was a hard watch month, to be honest. Uh, just topped the day off a bit. <laughs> yes, it was the, it was the uh, put it this way, it was the, the caramel sauce on the sticky date. <laughs> Let's get into it,
0: boys. Uh, I'll come to you here, Duff. Uh, Zaki will start with in the tramway. Um, is that what you wanted to see on Saturday?
1: Well, it's more than what I wanted to see, really. I, I, I was uh, up in the air with him on Saturday, not knowing what to think of him, what he'd do at 1,400 after, well, what was on in, in the paper as one soft trial. Uh, but he just travelled like he owned the race. He did own the race. He's one happy horse, isn't he? He's uh, he's enjoying his racing. He's mature. He's, he, he, he's, he's sound. And he's got to turn of speed about him. He he just put them away and enjoyed the the day, the outing really. Uh, so full steam ahead, uh, Underwood uh, stakes, and obviously heading towards the Cox Plate, and he's going to be very very uh, popular. There's no doubt about it. But uh, a Fanningham dominant win, wasn't it? He was never going to lose that race when he travelled the way he did mid race.
0: Did he did he look in the yard uh, like a horse that um, had had a lot of work put into him? Uh, Or has he got plenty to go in terms of trimness?
1: Well, look, we always see that this time of year, late August, early September, these horses resuming from Brisbane, they have that residual fitness. Look, he only had two two to three weeks in the paddock. So um, that residual fitness fitness was there only after 84 days off uh, since his previous runs. So he just uh, wasn't polished up in the coat with that spring look about him yet, but that's going to come. And uh, yeah, he's he's um, like I said, he's a mature horse now, and he doesn't need much spelling. Um, he goes to the beach. He has his outings. He's enjoying life. Mm. Is it safe to say uh, that?
0: Well, probably can't say safe to say, but in your mind, has this horse had more than one one trial? Has he had a, some sort of jump out at home and a yeah, half point two?
1: Apparently, there was, um, which a lot of these horses that over COVID have had. Uh, you know we, we're spoilt with information these days and you can see it in the form guide with trainers patterns that you know they're resuming without a trial they've had trials they've had jump outs and um so you know even a horse like nature strip had one trial and it was no secret that he'd had two on the course proper with a few of his stable mates at Rose Hill but that's uh, you know, that's the time of year we're in and that's the times we're in. Um, we get we get two sets of trials a week and the roads are locked down in, in their area. So, um, yep, you've got no argument with them having an extra trial, but uh, we've got to account for it when doing the form.
0: Mm. Dino, what did you make of it watching from Melbourne?
2: I was blown away by his performance, to be honest, Dave. Uh, he to me uh, just did yeah, everything you wanted to see and more. And it's just that ability to, just, you know, the cruising speed, the way he uh, comes into a race with so much purpose, and uh, then throttled down late. Uh, it was a terrific win. Um, he, he's got obviously bigger races ahead, but that's that's the perfect starting point. And, and yeah, you know, it was a it was a nice even speed and a building speed, so it was probably the ideal first up run.
0: Mun's uh, price-wise, what do I see? Two fifty George Main, even money in the Underwood, and what two eighty now for the
3: Cox Plate? Is that correct? Yeah, well, he was four fifty, Dave. Uh, go backwards. It uh, was four dollars fifty in the Cox Plate uh, before the race uh, he was into 350 then he was 320 then he was three dollars and he finished up uh 280 there in those other races uh, in the Underwood he, he was a three dollar chance before the race and in the George Main he was a three dollar fifty chance before the race so um you know, the, we, we say it all the time, when they win, they firm. Uh, it's just a matter, realistically, now, of where he actually goes. So um, the, the COVID situation, you don't know. I know Craig Williams has been locked in if he goes to Melbourne. Um, but, you know, you've probably just got to, you know, carve him up no matter what race he's in. Mm. Um, yeah. Already a text on the text line here. I'll come back to you
0: here, Duff, and even get a comment from you, Dino. Uh, what's he beaten there on, on Saturday? And, I mean, we're, we're, you know, he's obviously firming in these markets. But has this horse been truly tested against any genuine opposition thus far? He's tested himself because he
2: ran so quick uh, in the Duman Cup. Like, he did it... It wasn't a a time trial. He he ran along uh, and just put them all to the sword. Saturday, I mean you'll get this every spring, you'll see a horse win a feature race and you'll look and see, gee, it was only a length and a half in front of a welter horse or a group you know, group three listed horse at the start of its prep, but they build into it. And I think that's exactly what he did Saturday.
1: Yeah, I agree. Wouldn't you say, is he, he beaten anything? And, you know, we just look at the margins where he's beat them. You know, he, he wins the Hollandale by hard-held two and a half. He wins the Doomben Cup by seven lengths, running uh, amazing time. And... Um, and then he wins the Q twenty two, with his head on his chest over twenty two hundred.
2: He did beat the Australian Cup winner that day too, um, exactly. in Homesman.
1: So. Yeah, so he's beating what the what we've got around at the moment. He's beating him mm. well. Yeah, well, and,
3: and you have a look at it. You know, you, the, um, Star of the Caesars run third. Now he's a he's a very very good quality, uh, top grade horse. Uh, Star of the Caesars he runs consistently in all the good races. Now Arameo. Um, well, before he went to Singapore, he had won a Spring Stakes at Newcastle. He, he, his form in Singapore, he'd won a Crangy Mile in Singapore. He'd won a Raffles Cup in Singapore. Um, have a look at the horse that came back from Singapore to win in Melbourne on, on Saturday. Mm. So you can't yeah. sort of completely discount. Now, Is Aramea sh- went out of this world.
1: He went good, didn't he? Yeah. He tried yep. well coming into it as well. Great. Look, it, 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 Zaki's biggest issue, he's running on the back of Winx, and everyone wants to compare him <laughs> yeah. you know, with Winx, and it's not going to happen. Um, so I think it's wrong to, to do that, and <laughs> and no one's no one's trying to. Well, anyone with any brain shouldn't be trying to measuring up against Winx because she's not here anymore. Uh, but what we've got at the moment, he's looking dominant. And, and he can
3: only beat up the ones that they put against you. And he is beating them up without basically raising a sweat. What about
0: um, Lions Raw or Duff? Or oh, sorry, Dino, I was just going to say we've got a text here about Lions Raw. Your thoughts?
1: Uh, look, he he's a second and third up horse. Um, I thought, uh, yeah, I yes, it's a it's a start start off race Pass. for him. Yep. Pass Mark. Yep. Yep. No yep. problems with him.
0: Dino, what were you going to chime in and say, mate?
2: I was just going to say, Mums, if you have got that Cox Plate market up. Um, it's just been announced in Melbourne that uh, a horse called State of Rest for uh, Joseph O'Brien has uh, gone into quarantine, so he's coming down for the Cox Plate. He's got a very similar sort of uh, profile to a horse like Adelaide, who won the Cox Plate uh, in 2014, so uh, he's uh, he's probably going to be an international runner on in the Cox Plate this year.
0: Right, okay. dear, I'll have a butcher. He's $17, I've got it open. He's $17. Oh, okay. Um, and five dollars a place. Um, just on, on that Cox plate, and there's a couple of texts here off the back of what we we're just saying about Zaki and getting a lot of love, uh, Duff there saying yeah, you can't compare Zaki to, to a Winks or anything like that. But are we thin at the moment on wait for age horses in this country? When you look at that Cox plate market, you see Zaki at the top, very elegant. Well, they're our two standouts, but then you go to Gold Trip, Animo's at $13 who we haven't seen just yet. State of Rest, which uh, Dino just mentioned at 17. Then you've got three-year-olds, Artorias, Converge, Inspirational Girl, Moanga, Probabil. Are we thin at the moment, boys, Stuff.
1: Yeah, of course we are. We're always thin on weight for age horses. Yeah. It's, hard, it's hard to become a weight for age performer. And, uh, you know, I know we can go back through the years and, and, and rattle off, you know, some fantastic weight for age battles between six and seven horses but they're they're not the modern years um without the steroids to help them through. Yeah, so, yeah. so uh, for a horse to get up and 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 sort of have five or six great weight for age horses at the same time it, it's very very rare and, and we keep bringing it up so and I, they've I, got
2: to—they you know they're basically as you said sorry duff about the steroids right. they, they've got to be remained cults And then there's the temptation, they get a performance, they get a stud. So, you know, that's why some of the great champions in modern time have all been mares. Yeah, Yeah. and
3: and the seven horses under $26 that are behind, you know, Zaki and very early there. Two are overseas horses, Mm. three are three-year-olds. Three-year-olds, yeah. And then you've got, you know, Mawunga probably an inspirational girl who, you know, it's like a lot of horses. They've just got to take the next step. And, you know, you wouldn't say to yourself, you'd, you'd want to be staking your life on probably running 2,000 metres. And, and if it rains, he's a million to one.
2: And Moonga, probably a big chance of running in the
3: Eagles.
0: So. Mm. Uh, let's talk. continue this Coxplay chat. The fee and stakes. Um, Elephant Dino uh, just goes down by a lip. Uh, Ollie Roar's Superstorm home. Are these horses you want to continue to follow through their preparation? I know that uh, Realm of Flowers is very good with sectionals.
2: Yeah, I'm, I don't want to really follow them. In, we're talking about the wait for age, but we've got better wait for age horses than these. Uh, with the exception of maybe a Superstorm, he'll go to the Underwood, and he'll be hoping that Zaki stays in Sydney for the George Main because he wouldn't beat Zaki in an Underwood. But, uh, uh, I mean, that, the... <laughs> Pardon the pun. The elephant in the room is elephant. He's an 82 rated going into Saturday. Uh, he was, yeah, you know, he went up three and a half kilos for winning a benchmark race into a weight for age race and nearly won. So that's the little concern. He's a, he's a progressive enough horse, but, uh, I think these are more your handicap horses. The chosen one, Corfield Cup, nonconformist has to go to the naturalism in a couple of weeks and he has to win it. If he's going to get into a Corfield Cup, he just hasn't got enough ratings points up over the past 12 months. Yeah, Streets of Avalon's an autumn horse, shot of Irish handicapper. Sierra Sue may have won with better luck, but she's having a good preparation. and uh, Yeah, at the back, Dawn Patrol uh, had a very quick uh, text exchange with Lloyd Williams Saturday night, and he said they made a bad blue running him at the Valley. He's done most of his racing at the Curra or Leopardstown. He didn't handle a tight track, so he'll go to Flemington in the Turnbull and run with flowers, as you mentioned, Dave. But hit the line really sweetly, probably... Uh, you know, I'm going to have her as a horse to follow because if you like her for the Melbourne Cup, she didn't uh, do anything wrong on Saturday.
0: All right, we've got our first call on the line, Sean. and I think he wants to talk about uh, a Melbourne race, Sean. Where it was race six on the card, the Atlantic Jewel. Morning, Sean.
4: Morning, guys. How are we today?
0: I'm well.
4: That's right. Hey, Dino, Suzarella. Uh, yep. It's won two races out of two now. Is again to the thousand guineas, you think?
2: I think so. Yeah, I think she'll be better over further. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we've only seen her twice, as you say, both at the Valley, and she's rounded them up both times, but nothing to say on a bigger track she'll go better again. So uh, one point that Brett Preble did make uh, on Saturday, I was interested that she felt better on Saturday with the track just being in that soft range uh, as opposed to her first start. So maybe she just likes that softer ground a bit more too.
4: No worries. And one more from uh, Footlights. I race, I think, Thursday or Friday last week um going be better on a bigger track.
2: Footlights. Uh, where was that at again? Uh,
4: um, I think it was in Cranbourne on Thursday or Friday. Oh, yeah. Oh, look, yeah. should
2: have won. Yep, sorry, the Basutton horse. Yeah, uh, he's well, a really nice horse. He's on a derby path. He could easily be in a horse to follow. Uh, he should have won easily. He just got a – there was a really messy incident right on the home turn, and mm-hmm. he got sandwiched both sides, and – for him to pick up and get as close as he did, it was an enormous run. Uh, it was a modest company, but uh, he's a, he's a really nice horse. I bet I in the in
4: the Derby twenty something dollars. I'm happy to, to hear that. Some, see how it goes anyway.
2: Yeah, I think uh, there was certain younger team are uh, really building the bases for the Derby with him, and uh, and forgot you who won on Saturday as well.
0: Just on that, uh, landing Jewel, thanks for your uh, call, uh, Sean. Uh, what'd you make of the favourite Dino, um, which obviously? Uh, the very well bred, the stable mate, um, Argentia.
2: Yeah, I think uh, probably fell into the trap because she drew well that they tried to use the gate a little bit. And she ended up on the back of horses that were never going to take her anywhere and then she had to stop and mark time. And it was a bit of a, I don't know. I'd love her to have drawn wide and been out the back and probably followed her stable mate and see where she ran. But uh, I think we'll see her in the um, Maloney Stakes at Sandown on the 25th and on a big track like Sandown Hillside, fourteen hundred, we'll get to assess her more. But uh, a bit of a non-event for us that day. And what about Mac and Cheese? Uh, yeah, she she's a good filly. She just stands them up big starts. Uh, she's going to be better at the fourteen and sixteen hundreds, and maybe even further. Um, as opposed to uh, you know Exceedance and uh, the other members of the family, she's she's more. Probably because of her barrier manners as much as anything, but she looks as though she can, she'll get a
0: trip for sure. Okay, um, keep those calls coming thirteen fifty three fifty three. Let's jump back up to Sydney. Duff talk the Chelmsford Stakes. Uh, Rio Dini obviously um, he pinged on uh, Saturday, and uh, I told you how to ride him, Dave. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure plenty would have thought uh, it was home, but Gee Nash can just lift these horses, can't he? We think it over.
1: No, oh, he just threw him over the line. A typical Nash, wasn't it? He he wanted it. The horse wanted it, and um, yeah, he's an underrated horse in his own right. He's a proven weight for age former winning a few now, and the uh, two runs back are great. Uh, he's running the Wing Stakes, where he got into that bumping duel down the straight, and then again on Saturday, he um, he he lifted off that first up run. So there's more to come from him as well. So he's going to be a, a, a threat in the George Main Stakes coming up. Well, Riadini, well, he's on. Jeez, he's trained training well um, Adrian Boddengay gay they, they have got him put the blinkers back on him they've got him set to run well in an Epsom game which he, he did last preparation running third um, to probable, So I think he, he's pretty well back to that form now with that um, with that placing there and at, uh, with, with the weight with the weight for age. Um, was, Montefilia was a was a lovely return. I um, don't know what her, her main target is I heard. Uh, There's a good option for her next album. Might have been Kingston Town or something. I don't know, but she she was terrific there. Um, what else do we want to say? Cascadian. Well, he I kept. I fell for him Saturday. He's, he got off the bit early there and was scrambling and never really a chance. Even though he ran fourth, can't say too much about the others. But um, all in all, it was um, he was too good. He but the big improvers are Riadini and uh, Montefilia.
0: All right. Um, Munns, uh, I know that you were quite keen I'm on Montefilia each
3: way on the punners panel on Friday. Um, are you a futures player, Glenn? Uh, no, Dave, I have enough luck trying to um, back them when they're in the races they're in, Dave. Uh, I, I'm taking futures prices in final field uh, most of the time, uh, like I did Saturday. And uh, I have I've just got a habit lately of being on them. In the, I'm finding them in the wrong race, put it that way. I'm finding them probably a run or two runs early. All right. Yeah. And, I'll tell you um, what, I didn't think went too bad in this race here for yeah. a hidden run for later on uh, a stayer resuming attorney. Hmm. For Matty, I Smith, Smith. he found the line quite nice, uh, but he, he's only going to come into his own. Uh, he'd come into his own like the Met, in a race like the Metrop. He's a twenty four hundred meter plus horse.
0: All right. Speaking of stays, Duff, uh, there's a uh, not a lot of love for Master of Wine on the text line here. Is he? Um, is he in the sin bin?
1: Well, he's 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 a fall from grace, isn't he? Yeah. He, he, he looked being like being so so good when he. Burst on the scene, and we all thought. Well, I thought he was a, a, a cup's horse, and then he scrambled through the spring. Um, the last spring, he scrambled through the autumn, and now he looks like to be scrambling again. I thought he'd run better Saturday, but he didn't.
0: Okay, Bruce is on the line. Morning, Bruce. Good morning, boys. How are you going? Very good, mate. What's your question?
4: Uh, my question is, uh, 74 is sick 2nd Second-up syndrome. There's four horses on Saturday that uh, well ran. Very well, first up, and uh, didn't do nothing. Uh, second up, one was Parksville, uh, other than one was um, Star Witness, uh, Swift Witness, interview, uh, uh, Swift Witness, uh, Muncie's favourite horse, Cascadian, and the last race in a uh, tissue.
1: Yeah, and well, Parks- all- Parksville pulled up with a, a problem, a slow recovery, so I think we've got to. Um, forgive him, um, cas- uh, Cascadian. Well, yeah, Cascadian. Yeah, well, I wish a tissue. He was in every week. a Tissue. Yeah, fair enough. Did anyone have her back last? Yeah, everyone. He was in a
3: different race.
1: Yeah, uh, she. Well, Karen. I think Karen said she resented the kickback, but uh, boy, oh boy! And considering where she positioned first up to second up, um, it was it was too far back. Uh, so a, a few little, and Swift Witness, well, they're just a bunch. They were a bunch of set of fillies there the other day. So, yeah, I get you with Cascadian, but I, I, I just don't know about, you know, the second up syndrome with a couple of the others.
0: All right, beautiful, Bruce. Thanks for your call. Let's talk about a tissue. It's uh, just some more here, Duff. I um, Run based like that, and there's a text on the text line, ask the boys um, and Duff, when we see a horse uh, run like a tissue did, far back, obviously you absolutely tried uh, her guts out uh, to, to get where she did in the run. Does that worry you going into next start because it was a harder run than it maybe needed to be?
1: No, well, they're, they're all individuals, you know, so um, some cope better than others, uh, but she'd had a good grounding going into the first up run. Maybe she wants further now, you know, she's won up to 2,000. And obviously, she did have that wide barrier there on, on on Saturday. So maybe just had to come back one a couple of pa- more pairs back to get that cover that he was looking for. So I I wouldn't i I'd judge her on a form, and, and her form says a, a beautiful win first up, and a good run second up with with legitimate excuses. Mm-hmm. Is she a group mare? In the right in the right group, she's a group three mare for sure. Um yep. That's when you said
3: about the kickback there Saturday, there seemed to be a lot of fill in that track. Unbelievable. Um, and it's the same as you have a look at Newcastle. I reckon Newcastle's got a lot of sand on it, um, yeah. you know, just to protect it and, you know, hoping for the rain to get wash that through and everything. But there seemed to be a lot of fill. Even early in the day, they would just seem to be, you know, the horses, when you, the kickback is actually just that top bit of the track. It's uh, You know, you said a tissue. Well, it's like getting pins fired at you, the kickback, rather than the mud. Mm. You know, she comes from New Zealand. She's probably used to wet tracks where they're they're not sort of ripping the track and throwing big, massive clods at you. Just when they skim the top off that fill, um, you know, as I said, it's like getting pins fired at you.
1: Yeah, um, it was funny. I was, they've obviously treated the track with something that was well, uh, they
3: verti drained it oh, a few, when they had the when they had the break in the track there. Um, so it, just that might have been the fill from the 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 draining.
1: No, I doubt because we've had meetings since then. But maybe they just topped it up, and with the with the big schedule in in the future and in, well coming up. So and,
3: and you, you don't know that the rain. We were forecast a lot of rain Saturday and Sunday. Mm. Now you know that that sort of fill they put on the track may you know when they are anticipating the rain uh, to wash it through That's
1: to right. get it through. And
3: we never got anywhere near the amount of rain that they forecast. Like it was a brilliant day here yesterday. Uh, we got a Tiny bit of rain last night, but nowhere near as much as what was anticipated. Yeah. Mm. As I said last week, you wouldn't even be a track manager, boys. Considering
0: too this no. Golden Rose meeting, no, you want um, your lawns
3: right at this stage,
0: Dave. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I mean, go- if we if we were having a if we were having a bet, uh, what price would you have the Golden Rose meeting to be at Ramwick Muns?
3: Um, I, I wouldn't at the moment. I, I, I think what I, would I be think, your favourite? Well, like what Rose stage, Hill? Kembla's got to be favourite, Dave. Yeah, they won't be getting out of Rose Hill. If you check the numbers in the uh... no,
0: that's what I'm saying. So you yeah. you think they'll have the Golden Rose meeting at Kembla?
3: I think they will, Dave. Because no, I don't. and I, I don't. think they want that pattern. They're terrified that to overuse Randwick. I think the golden... Their main focus is Everest Day. The track has to be perfect on Everest Day, and you you know they're not going to throw an extra meeting on top of that especially if, you know with the, the doubts about the weather well, that's my opinion anyway
1: now they'll be running at ramwick
0: the, the golden road there had been chap ray thomas mentioned that it's all up in the air obviously with what's going on up here but uh, the spring champion meeting could be shifted away from ramwick to give you know breaks here and there but as i said there'll be people getting paid a lot more than us to make those decisions um, but i'm thinking is that have they maybe done something to that track glenn what you were talking about with the kickback because they know there's going to be a lot of racing on that track. I don't
1: know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think you'll find the Golden Rose might be at Randwick, and maybe you're right, might be right. The rest might be the, the Spring Champion meeting. Let's jump back down
0: to Melbourne here, Dino, because there's been a couple of texts here. I'll inc- bring you in. Um, speaking of the Tab Everest, Inferno, or the Inferno, what did you make of the McEwan Stakes? Uh, and were you disappointed with Portland Sky?
2: Uh, look I expected him to win Dave but uh, he had a good run and he quickened well just the Inferno quickened exceptionally well and that's what uh, we're hoping he'd do first up but he by his own admission Cliff Brown got it wrong, he didn't have him fit enough, he was too fresh, he raced up on the pace, he's got to be that back and run on sort of horse and when he is, uh, he's an exceptional talent and he showed that on Saturday so no surprise he ran the best late sections of the day and He's still got improvement to come. Looking at him, he's still he's a big, bulky horse. So, um, you know, Cliff uh, is very measured, and and uh, he was very quick to say, "I'd love him to get in an Everest and whether you know a high speed race." Uh, he'd run very well. He's a very good horse, and no wonder he was so dominant in Singapore, whether it be up to sixteen hundred metres. He's strong, and uh, Saturday was a, a yeah you know, was a really complete performance. I thought September run. What did you make of her run? She was good. Actually, she ran the best last 400 and 200 of the meeting, which she often does, but uh, she had to give away a bit of a start. 1,000 metres around the valley, not ideal. Whether she stays at that for the Moyer, uh, I'm not sure, but uh, she's started her preparation well, and I think with a fair bit of improvement to come.
0: All right. What, $21 I see here, Mun's the Inferno, for the Tab Everest? Yeah,
3: uh, anyone want it?
1: Yeah, if he wants to run an Everest, he has to come here and show himself off. He won't be getting... uh... A slot off that, even though he's an intriguing horse, he he has to come here and run in one of the lead-ups and uh, show himself off. As I said, what do you think about that, Dino? Do you think no, he deserves?
2: W- if he won the Moyer at Group One, or he won uh, something, yeah, you know, I I don't know. I mean, I, I think the the Everest would be the best race for him in that. It'll be high pressure with you know nature strip and horses running along. That that would be his best chance. So. I think there'll be horses, if they do get in in front of him, that uh, they've probably made a blue. I think he's
0: he'd be a top six chance, top five or six chance. Okay, I like it. Uh, give us a call, 1353. 53. The text lines um, certainly sparked up when we were just talking about the Inferno. Punters here, plenty in your camp, Duff, plenty in your camp. I should say Duff and uh, Munns and in your camp, Dino, you know about he deserves a spot. Some punters here saying, well, the Inferno's went on Saturday. In Melbourne was, been, uh, was a better win anything that uh, Lost and Running has done and other horses, he should be there so that's the beauty of our game everyone's got an opinion, give us a call thirteen fifty-three fifty-three. 53 the open line is open if you've got a question for our panel let's talk about uh, this uh, Furious Stakes uh, Duff Jamea, what a moment for Brock Ryan too um, given the opportunity after Tommy got the stretch and he delivered
1: He certainly did um, a good little team there um, Robert and Luke and Brock's the apprentice and he he did the job well with a lovely patient ride. We saw the first up run where Tommy got into trouble and um, he rode a quiet and she's come with a huge burst there. Um, so you'd have to say impressive. Um, There's not much of her, uh, but she look, she hasn't done too much wrong at least she's proved that she's come back with two good runs. So Robert Dira went 10 times better than what she trialled. Um, Mallory is ticking over beautifully for further. Uh, she'll be hard to beat in the Furious. Um, Enterprise POM run a really good race at odds there. What else do we want to say here? Uh, Nudge Marty, I thought she was going to burst through when the, the gap opened up, yeah. so I was, a tu- I was a touch disappointed with her. Four moves ahead and a bit to do, um, but uh, she's got that high profile where she still has to live up to. And the other one... What about this move
0: for, for Dion on Andretti? Uh, yes. To, to start at the price it did, considering what was twenty six dollars as much in all in markets, did that surprise you guys on track on the coverage?
1: Not really. The writing was on the wall. Um, we she we were all talking about her Hawkesbury win. I know it's only a, it was a weak maiden, but it was outstanding, and she'd captured everyone's attention with her trials. She captures everyone's attention with her pedigree. Um, I don't. I would not. Uh, dismiss her on that performance. Let's just go back to the drawing board. Uh, see if Ronnie just takes a back a grade or two and and um, gets her confidence back up because she's yeah. a powerhouse. She's a powerhouse. And uh,
3: the other Was one I want to some... mention.
1: The one more I want to mention is Yearning. Yeah. I think Yearning's an improver. You
3: need a moral in a maiden somewhere.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, it might be. A, it might be a little s- sneaky chance in the mile yeah. when they get to the mile at big odds. But in in the main race. But if it gets a run. But yeah, an even bunch. I'm still no here, no there with them.
0: But
3: all right. We said all the way through here with this form, we said, oh, we've got to sack the silver, sh- uh, the, um, uh, the silver Shadow form. We've got to sack the Silver Shadow form. And then did we, did we ignore the obvious that Jemaya probably had the least amount of luck in it? I know it's all right to say this after the race. But do, do you say that now? Well, if you look at the silver shadow, she never had the greatest deal of luck. She probably should have finished closer. How did she go around a 20 to 1?
1: Yeah, we can easily say that now. And, and, and we all sacked the uh, silver shadow form and then it was overplayed in the market. Um, so we all expected that silver shadow form to be dominating the market again. And um, we all we all opposed it. and They got out too far in the market, obviously. Mm.
0: What about just with this favourite, um, that or the SP favourite, uh, Dion Andretti? Uh, what about the start? Was she was a little bit tardy away?
1: Yeah, she blundered at the start, and
3: then she was tardy at uh, Hawkesbury as well. Mm.
0: Yeah,
1: so she just knuckled over there a little bit at the start, and then, but she still got into a rhythm, travelling into a good spot. But like I say, it just I, I I don't think that was her. Um, maybe it was the shifty track. I I don't know, um, but. She's, I think she's still very good. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I think um, on Saturday, if you were just looking at her, you'd mark her a, as far as the replays. are concerned you'd mark her 100s next time, but I'd be wary of that.
0: All right, and what about she's all class as a past mark? Got a text here on the text line, Duff?
1: Uh, yes, yeah, she's, um, she's had an interrupted preparation. She went to the paddock for a week after a trial, a soft trial. She is a bit of a rat bag. She's got mental issues. Uh, obviously very talented, um, went into that race a run short, could easily bounce back, but she just just a bit of a hothead. Okay. Um, let's
0: stay in Sydney. Let's talk the Concorde, um, which was uh, a one-act affair, obviously, with Nature Strip. Duff, your comments here again. I mean, he was being backed late. He jumped, what, 150 on the NOP. Yeah. Um, was he half gifted the race too? Not saying that he would have he would have not lost, but just sort of like he jumped, and it was just all over.
1: Well, was there ever going to be any other story in this race? If you read your maps and listen to the comments, um, everyone was saying, "Oh, he's, he's he's very vulnerable because of his first up record in this race." But that was against Red Zell and Gajitra. You know, the, in this race, you, you had horses resuming, um, and then you had brad widd saying no way in the world i'm going to go uh, up and you know eyeball a horse like nature strip first up uh, the other speed influences in the race weren't going to do that as well so it it on paper it was a barrier trial and that's how it turned out i don't take a dollar sixty anything but geez i was nearly tempted to take a dollar sixty because he, he, he that was his race he just had to win that race and he did, and he run fast time, and he looks well, he's, he's sound, and he's right in the picture for the Tab Everest. He's, yeah. uh, but it's, it's more of a pressure cooker race than the Everest, so um, I'm not going to come out and say, oh, he's unbeatable in the Everest, because it's a whole different race altogether.
2: Dino? Yeah, it was a good setup though for him, wasn't it? First up, uh, where he hasn't had that setup in the past stuff, as you said, with the depth of the race, first up in the Concord in the past. Saturday, it was just another good stepping stone. So at least he's, you know, he's not chasing his tail getting towards the Everest. Which in the last couple of years, his form's been a bit like that. Where I think this year, that's the that's the run you want to see for him to start off. Well,
1: and he's had down. health he's had health issues in the past, as yeah, far as in the spring. It, in the spring and and even before that, he's had setbacks along the way. So he's had little little setbacks through his campaigns, but um, apparently this time in, he's uh, 100%. All
0: right, give us a call, 1350-353. That's the open line number. The open line is open. You've got a, a question for our panel. Just while we're on this race, um, two days to go uh, until the Kosciuszko tickets are wrapped up. Um, it is the 8th and it's 11.59 on the 8th. They will be shut. So that's Wednesday knight uh handled the truth what a lovely run when you're looking at uh, possibly picking horses for a cosy duff
1: yeah he he'll be one of the first horses signed up you know he's he's a open class horse and uh, keith knows the pattern with him we we know he's second up record second to none so he he, the timing's going to be perfect with him so yeah like i say he, he he will be one of the first horses picked you know we we keep saying, "Oh, this, this could be a cosy horse. This could be a cosy horse." They're you know, out, of, out of these highways, but no. Unless, unless you're an It's Me or something like that, which rarely come up. Um, I think these old, these older, higher-rated horses up near the hundred mark are the ones you've got to go for.
0: All right, so then just on this Kosciuszko chat because there will be people listening that have bought their tickets and I might get an update on ticket sales with you too, Glenn, in a moment but we had Mr Hustle in the first uh, go around from that wide draw and ran very well. Molly Nails was a big firmer once getting the start in the Tab Highway and going that way and then I'll just get a comment on, um, from Duff for Patino Ruby who we saw in the, uh, in the second and Spiranak too for Rod Northam.
1: Yeah, look, they're all nice horses, you know, they're all nice horses, And but as far as being, you know, uh, up to your, you know, your, your It's Me, your front pages, your Victorums and your Handle the Truth, can't wait to have a look at Moe's Crown, you know, another one. They're, 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 you know, they've already got their rating up and I'm, I'm finding it hard to make cases for those horses um, okay. that they might sneak into the field, but I don't think they'd be the first ones pitch you know and Art we he's the forgotten horse as well uh, he went through last prep and he Terry wants to run him first up in the race which is always hard to, to 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 make a selection on a horse that's um going into the race first up but he knows the horse well um we haven't seen it's me so it's it's hard she's the ruling favorite but you know, you have to, you'd have to take the risk if if Brett says she's in order. So she's—I don't know whether she's chasing a tail tail or where she's up to, or if she's trial. I don't think she has. Oh, so she come back in the. She only came back into yeah. uh, Brett's place mm. last Monday, I think. Yeah. So, but I think these horses with tendons—they have long, slow process. They're pretty fit. Um, so she would have done a lot of lot of work before she went to the stable.
3: Yeah, he said. He said she came back looking, you know, very. He said she was long and hairy. She'd mm. been at a, the where the rehab place. He said was a trotting uh, person that had yep. it and came back. You know, he said looked like a trotter, long and hairy, and everything like that. But she'd done a bit of work. Is the is the forgotten horse too, uh Muns here, Fender?
0: When you consider the price that he is currently in that Kosciuszko market, he's fifteen dollars and. You know, Handle the Truth, we see there on the on the weekend, run very well. He's $11. Um, I mean, a horse like Edit is in front of Handle the Truth for Cody Morgan and Australian Blusset. We haven't even seen Edit yet. We were going to see it last time out at Tamworth.
3: Um, is there some value away from what's up the top here? Well, it, it's, it's hard in a way, Dave, to say in a race of this nature what horse is value because it horses have to be selected by Joe Public. Now, uh, we saw a situation last year in the, in the Kosciuszko, very, very late. Australian Bloodstock finished, I think, with four runners. But that they, they were lucky enough to have you know peripheral Australian Bloodstock owners jagging slots, so they picked their own horses. It, it's, it's very, very difficult here to say a particular horse is any value more than another because someone has to go out and select it. Mm. Now, the only uh, to the opposite end of the scale there, if you think a horse appears good odds, you've got to have something on it because if it doesn't get selected, you'll get your money back. So you're getting a free kick at whatever price you think is value of a particular runner. Now, it could be a horse that you said, oh, geez, that's run a good race in the bush. I can't believe that's a 50 to 1 chance in the Oscar. Well, that becomes value in your mind because... It's If it was in the race, it wouldn't be $51. But who's to say it's going to be selected for the race? If it's not selected for the race, you get your money back.
1: And little deals that are being done. Are, Australian Bloodstock did something last year where they said the slot holder can have all the prize money from if it runs from third to twelfth or whatever it was, which is a fair bit of money. So that that was the carrot. I thought it was a pretty good good selling tool for someone that at least they know they're going to get something back um, instead of, you know, the... 40% Forty percent, or whatever it is, yeah, that, that g- is the
3: minimum. You know, for those people that are out listening, that are saying, "Oh, you know, what happens? You know, what do you actually get out of this?" The ad says, "You know, be part, be be part owner of a horse in a one point three million dollar race, which is a Kosciuszko. So, why should I go out and pay five dollars for a Kosciuszko ticket? What am I going to finish with?" Well, the minimum the slot holder must finish with is 40% of the price. That is your starting point in the negotiation with any prospective owner or trainer. So the slot holder must finish with a minimum of 40%. So that, that's you you, you build your, your deal on top of that. And I can tell you, I'm very surprised how the ticket sales are going. I I thought with the retail outlet closed in New South Wales and tickets are only available via the TAB app and uh, via tab.com.au through your account, I didn't think they'd be as strong as what they are. And I'm very, very surprised considering where we were uh, a couple of weeks ago. And I've had a few uh, dealings with uh, some uh, high-ranking people at at TAB uh, to what we were going to do and, uh, you know, it's going quite well at the moment.
1: When you, say quite, when you say quite well, in comparison to this time last year, would it be on par or below par? Oh, or? It'd be,
3: it, it's just behind where it was last year, but last year, once again, all retail was open, and there was a really, really big push the last little bit, and we got over the line quite easily last year. The way it's going, we'll get over the line again this year. And you would have asked me two weeks ago, and I thought it would be a hundred to one.
1: Yeah. What's over the line mean? So, we've well, got what, to sell two hundred and
3: sixty thousand tickets.
1: Two hundred and sixty thousand tickets for the because race to be that, paid for itself. And here
3: is here's another thing that people don't realise. Oh, here is another, you know, pop up race, to Kosciuszko, whatever. One point three million dollars in prize money is totally funded by the ticket sales. That's why 260,000 tickets have got to be sold. That equals 1.3 million dollars. There is your prize money for the Cosi Oscar. Cost to the industry zero. So if I've done this right, Muns.
0: Uh, so even if you run last in the Cosi, you're still going to pick up 4,000 as a yep. as a, uh, a slot holder.
3: Yeah, okay. but that's that just 40%, but uh, that would be after, of course, the trainers' percentage taken out and the jockeys' yep. percentage taken out. Yep.
1: So what happens if they sell 400,000 tickets? Does, does it go into a Kosciuszko fund, or does it? where does that go?
3: I don't know where that goes. I, I'm not privy to that discussion. All I know is what the pure mathematics of how to break square. Haven't you seen the extensions on Munza's house? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Maybe we should just make the prize money what the ticket sales are.
0: I don't mind that idea. Yeah. Like a like a uh T. Three
1: million dollar race. I, <laughs> yeah, you I think, well, think I you'll find
3: <laughs> now I think you'll find the first year of the Kosciuszko, we had the massive Calcutta at Randwick. And I wouldn't be surprised if part of the overflow was thrown into the Calcutta pool. Okay.
0: All right. Um just to bring you in here, Dino, as we talk a lot about this Kosciuszko, you've been lucky enough to See down there in Melbourne, uh, front page. Um, What did you make of his performance? I know we touched on it a couple of Mondays ago, but just for our punters who are, as I said, there's obviously a stack of them out there buying these tickets in New South Wales, as Mun's alluded to. So, front page, uh, in your mind? Uh, I thought he was okay at the Valley. I don't think he handled the Valley very well. So,
2: onto a bigger track. I think he might be going to run this Saturday. Um, That's the plan, yeah. In the Bobby Lewis down the straight or in Sydney?
0: Uh, down, go, to, go to Melbourne. Yeah, that's that's the Bobby what Lewis, Jeff yeah. wants to do, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: So, if he runs I mean, well, he's in. If he yeah. runs well, he's in. It's as simple
2: and, as that. it will be a good test for him because I think uh, the new market winner, Zutori's there and a couple of others. So it's a, it'll be a decent uh, test for him. But he yeah. is very effective down the straight.
0: And I know that just from talking with Jeff, and this is a couple of weeks ago, and obviously he'd, he'd love to try and get the horse back to Sydney. He's got unfinished business. But I know last year he had James McDonald booked and, of course, the William Farrar team, uh, they, I think, selected him uh, when they had their slot down there with their big punters club. So, no doubt uh, James has got multiple options, as he will in this Kosciuszko, but uh, I know that, from talking to Jeff, he said he'd love to get James back on board, so watch this space, and uh, I think he's talking to Mark Guest and et cetera, so, yeah. Well,
1: I think he might be, because I think um, James may have rode Victorum in a trial the other day, and I think Jenny said, oh, he's got another ride. Mm, okay. Who rides okay. the? Oh no, Collard will be on It's me. Wouldn't he? he?
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, be on, uh, Now Barry will be back. He'll be He'll on Arkadale. Um And then, of course, here yeah, you've got uh, Nash. When I spoke to Keith Dryden, he was hoping that Nash would would lock in with Handle the Truth, and you think that might be the case after Saturday. So yeah, watch this space. Uh, I think we've got a core um, on. sold two
3: hundred all... t- uh, Kosciuszko tickets since we started talking about it five minutes ago. Like two hundred tickets. Two hundred individual tickets have been sold in the last five minutes. Jeez, jeez, I'm with Duff. Imagine
0: this with uh, just you just kept growing and growing and growing. Boy, oh boy! Um,
3: all right, we let's get, all the get, curd. get a curve. We could all get a slice.
0: <laughs> Morning, curve. <laughs> well, Ronnie's
3: got renovations going on. I like, like are nearly finished. Dean, uh, yeah. you know, have you got work to be done at your place? Plenty. <laughs> Right, but, we're all do. we're all in this together. No, right. <laughs> Skomo says no. that. Don't say that again. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not a race, you know. No. <laughs> that's what I said to the builder here. Mm. Morning, Kurt.
4: Morning, uh, David. How are you, mate?
3: I'm
1: well. What's uh, what's on your
0: mind today, uh, mate?
4: That's a shot. Yeah, Ronnie stray last Wednesday.
1: Yeah, unlucky, wasn't she? Yeah, uh, she was unlucky. She's uh, there's a race for her along the way in the, in the right race.
4: Yeah, and the dear Danny? Mokalua coming second.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, He'll be definitely. winning
4: a maiden shortly as well. It
1: was a strong race, wasn't it?
4: Absolutely. Could hey, Ron, this week, Mekhibe Diva, Agon into the Golden Eagle, Ron.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he's, um, well, he did enough first up. We spoke about him last week, so he's um, he can only improve, can't he? He's, yeah, he's did,
4: the... did, do you think he needs that run before he comes up here?
1: Uh, yeah, it wouldn't hurt him. He's... Um, He's, he's early in his prep. He, they'd have him ready. He's in good hands. Uh, you know, he'll he'll be sweet. He'll be sweet. Did you yeah. watch the Prix de Moulin last night?
4: No, I didn't, but I ba- see Ba-E-ed. the, the Bayed one.
1: Yeah, it looks nice to us.
4: Yeah. No, Ron, just with <laughs> Rocketing by, do you know if he's sold or anything? Because, jeez, mate, the form around him is just erecting hardcore and... I don't know what Matt Dunn's done with him.
1: I don't know what he's done with him. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't help you there, Kurt.
4: All right, Still listed well,
3: as active uh, and trialled on the 30th of August at Warwick Farm.
1: Okay,
4: mm. hopefully it comes back, mate, because the form around fed Income And Dino? Yes, Kurt? Wisdom of water. I think Annabelle's going to crack a win out of this horse, this campaign. What did you think of that little run there, that quiet little run there in the good yeah. race?
2: Yeah, he was back to the inside. I thought he ran quite well. Um, yeah, he he did more than enough. Uh, yep, so I agree. I think, you know, not top of the pops, but uh, no. something uh, something around the edges, he's going to win something this spring.
4: Absolutely. And Dino, I found another um, derby horse in Fazer there at, jeez, um, when what, Last Friday, at Bendigo. Bendigo. Yeah.
2: Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, it looks okay, uh, Chris Waller.
4: The Thanks, day. Kurt.
0: Now, um, we continue on here. There's a couple of texts here. Just on Geelong Racing uh, yesterday, Yep. one of um, the, the Williams team, and I'm not talking about Lloyd, um, mm-hmm. this French horse from OTI that was first up, uh, yep. you, you can take it away. What was the name, Dino? Uh,
2: yeah, it's a good question, Dave. Uh, I'm yeah, getting there. Uh, but he won first up. He hadn't raced for two and a quarter race years. Or, yeah. Um, see what you think. That's him. Uh, it was a look he'd had a lot of trials. Uh, it was obviously a real plan to have him ready to win first up. He was given a magnificent ride by Zach Spain and he won. It was a pretty low grade race, but to win first up over 1,700 meters and he hadn't raced since he'd raced in uh, wherever DURT is uh, in May 2019. So yeah, quite a spell. Uh, but uh, he'd had a lot of problems. But, yeah, he got the money yesterday. I don't know where he fits into anything uh, other than restricted racing in the spring. But it was a good uh, it was a good training effort more than anything. Right. Right. Okay, thank you. Ooh, Ooh, after he run, run Mont-de-Marsan. Mont yeah, okay. that's it. Yeah, I was uh, going to say that.
0: Another one, too, I've got to uh, ask you about here, Dino. And... Uh, <laughs> I saw some stuff on Twitter And it is one of these things A furlong to go We are all thinking Oh Alana Kelly What's doing here And then on the post We're going How good What a ride uh, that, that ride on Graves And, and what yeah. did you make of the run
2: Look I thought Her awareness In that whole race Was outstanding uh, yeah. Early doors Damien Lane Wanted to push her out Three wide She had none of that And uh, and then she had uh, One outsider to, to help her Keep Damien Lane In that spot on Coulth. Uh Down the side I'm thinking Don't pull out you know, and right on the point of the turn, yeah, she was held up, but she had Josh Richards directly in front of her, and Josh is a really good young rider, but he carries the whip in the left hand, and they all drift off a little bit on the bend, and he, she just waited, and the Graves is a horse that likes to duck in, so she got him straight down to the rail, put the whip in the left, and I just thought, you know, the way she thought her way through it, it's all very well to put a three kilo claimer on a 1200 metre race, let him run and win, but for the whole 2000 metres, her awareness was really good, and yeah, I know she only just got there on the line, but uh, I thought uh, she thought through the whole race really well.
0: Okay, beautiful. That's uh, to Graves. Uh, Duff, just before we uh, get some horses to follow, uh, Punnis wanting to know your thoughts here on uh, Brigatine and what you uh, made of that performance.
1: Yeah, look, he's work in progress. I thought he was quite dominant. Um, he's a, he's a bit of a hothead. He wants to sweat up and do a few little things wrong, but Rachel, Rachel kept him under control outside the lead there Saturday, and... I thought he was quite dominant, um, getting away from them late there. So he's got a future. Uh, Whether it's going to be this spring or next autumn, I I don't know, Um, because he's still got a few little things that Godolphin or James has got to work out with him, but he's a talented horse.
0: Beautiful. Beautiful. Stuff in the paper over the weekend, boys. Before I let you guys see it, both in the Herald Sun and the Daily Telegraph, about uh, Vax punters could be set for major events. They're looking at the Cox plate in Melbourne and Everest Day for the double Vax uh, and the vaccine passport. Obviously, there's been no commitment uh, at this stage from the racing game about that, but that's going to be the future, boys. And I will tell you what, we need something to look forward to at the moment.
1: Um. Um a certificate, certificate's ready to go and uh, ready it's, to show at the gate. I've got my certificate. Yep, I'm set. <laughs> Good on you.
3: Ready yes. to roll. Munns, oh, you
1: I've are going your board.
4: I've
3: had mine for a month and I can't get out of... Can't use it. I can't use it. We're I, thinking of leaving you yeah. there. I'm tipped, you got one of those forge ones, <laughs> though, Munns, let's face it. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I got it at Aldi. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, but, and oh, a I chainsaw. Get, I'll, I'll, I'll be last to get out. I'm tipping my area is um, not fantastic but in saying that i I'm about six ks away uh, from the the, the, well, the the heart the heart um, of the the concerns in my local government area and uh, yeah, never I, to be released I, I'll be uh, yeah I'm, I'm going up before the parole board you know each and every week and i 'm not having a great deal of luck at the moment. <laughs> let's get some horses to follow boys
1: uh, a couple just be you know behind the place getters, but but improvers in their right grade. Tony B, uh, an ex Kiwi, um, up in distance or even a wet track, and help him. Uh, Bull Finch is and I keep saying work in progress. He's 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 got to learn to settle a little bit, but he's he's I thought he went really well um, running on well Saturday, and Grand Ramore, out of the same race, and she's got a lot of improvement to come and. I think all those can win their right races in the next five or six weeks.
2: Gino yeah, Dave, I really like Montefiore's run. I just hope she has a bit of a conventional preparation and ends up in a Caulfield Cup. I'd love to see her run in the George Main, the the hill, and then come down. And you know, she'd run really well in a Caulfield Cup. Uh, as I mentioned, Realm of Flowers. I don't. I think if you like her for the uh, Melbourne Cup, uh, there's nothing to say that uh, she won't be. Right there come uh, cup time. And that uh, forgot you that won the first. was a huge win. Uh, he might be the, the real derby horse
3: going forward. All right. And Munns? Uh, well, I kicked it off. I said Arameo. I thought he went absolutely outstanding. If Zaki's the best horse in the country, Arameo went uh, unbelievable behind him on uh, Saturday, his first run back. I thought Mallory uh, was very, very good. Uh, in the furious there, she was four, five wide the entire, but still took ground off them. And one of the best uh, last 200s in that race there. And the other horse, uh, just got to find the right race for it. Golly, I'm lucky. Um, mm. It got very, very good second up form, but it had no luck whatsoever. So it's got some uh, reserve energy there to go into another, whether it's a, they stay with a benchmark 78 or they get ready for uh, a race closer to home, uh, probably 1,400 at its next run. And there's a couple there late that you don't want to be sacking only because the track got too wet for them. It was 8 Diamonds in the second last and also Charmstar in the last. Chris Waller put too good a rap on Charmstar Saturday morning and he said, oh, the first trial was on a wet track and she didn't go much good. So that told me that she wouldn't, didn't appreciate that wet track and it finished pretty chopped up by the uh, the end of the time there. So that's it. And, Dave, since we started talking about the, the Kosciuszko, 600 tickets have Jeez. been sold uh, in that period of time, so the last half hour of the show.
1: Fantastic. And, Dino, and Dino um, I think you will be able to get your money early with Felix. So I think they're going to take on the Kingston Town Stakes in two weeks' time with her, not the George Main, so that'll be lovely. Lovely race for a 2,000 metres. Yeah, it won't be $6, though. That's the only concern. No,
2: she won't be. Um, I'm just looking at big picture. I don't want to get money to a call for a cup day. So I'm hoping they go that way. Please, David, go that way.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Quickly, before we wrap up too, boys, um, I know that there was a lot of chat yesterday about the Hong Kong debut of Nervous Witness stuff. Um, You've seen a lot of good horses in your time. uh, Debut in Hong Kong. uh, What did you think of that?
1: Outstanding. I've been waiting for him since that Tatura trial. Um, <laughs> Me too. I didn't know he had a name change. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, the bloke that owns him, Archie De Silva, used to own Silent Witness. Silent Witness. And yeah. David Price has been waiting to sell him another good horse. He made him pay for him. He made him pay for him. A bit of money he was sold for, but he'll get it back. Um, he's exciting. He's exciting.
3: He was a $110,000 yearly.
1: Yeah, good sort of yeah. horse, but... Yeah, yeah, he, good he style. half-brother won a maid to Grafton the other day. Yeah, well, I'm not trying shaft it to someone in Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> have, a,
0: have a good week, boys. Don't forget, Kosciuszko tickets, uh, they wrap up Wednesday night at 11.59. Uh, let's hope uh, we get a good race, of course, that coming up on, uh, on Tab Everest Day. And uh, have a good week, boys. See you next Monday. See you, guys. Thanks, bye bye-bye.